The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Another year of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJXFM, with yours truly, Neville James. It's a beautiful morning here in paradise, partly cloudy, good visibility. Last day for the president to hang out in paradise. And it's 2024, man. You know what I'm saying? We made it. So let's make the best of it and, and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to call it weather service and uh, find out uh, what to expect for the rest of the week. You know, this is parade week here on St. Croix, the festival, everything, a lot of things going on here. Uh, folks uh, in the territory and all that stuff. Uh, so, I'll let you know, uh, I went up and I saw the last sunrise. I didn't see the first one. I saw the last one for 2023 on Sunday morning. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about that when we're done. Uh, talking with uh, the weather service, high 70s coming into yeah, the Christianstead area. Uh, things are good, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, hopefully uh, 2024 could be a prosperous year for everyone here, uh, not only in paradise, but all over. You know what I'm saying? We want peace to reign, you know. R E I. G N and R A I N R A I yeah you want to read um, literally uh, and figuratively we got the weather service on the line good morning who am I speaking with good morning weather service good morning San Juan good morning how are you today fine thank you who am I speaking with this is Walter Snell Mr Snell how you doing man Happy yes, New Year I'm doing okay yeah Happy New Year to you and yours and everybody down there well thank you. Good. Is the weather as lovely down there as it is up here? Uh, pretty much, pretty much. We've got a few showers over the mountains, you know, but we're talking really light stuff, you know. Got a quarter of an inch in Palma Sola yesterday. Not much over you guys, I see, but... Uh, Sunday, though. Sunday we had uh, uh, a long shower. Not heavy rain, but a long shower. Okay. Yeah. So, I yeah, all right. What are we? Uh, so, uh, I what, think what, what, the what? most significant thing is we still have some uh, uh, breezy weather and some uh, waves. Uh, right now, we're only forecasting uh, two or three feet, maybe up to four uh, around St. Croix. Uh, a little better in the Atlantic, five feet, where we do have an exercise caution for both the. Uh, I think those are the Southwest Caribbean waters and the 
uh, western, uh, local western uh, Atlantic waters. So uh, not too bad, uh, really. Uh, moderate at best rip current uh, risk uh, anywhere uh, in the uh, forecast area. So uh, certainly the southern and western beaches should be a pretty pleasant place to be if that's where people need to be. And those who are working uh, won't uh, see much rain and uh, some sun. Actually, I think the sun will improve today. Uh, I see a dry patch uh, in between the next uh, shower band. Okay. We got cut off? Yeah. Pardon? Okay, there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. Um, so, uh, a good day for the boaters and the beach course? Yeah, pretty good day for the uh, boaters. Uh, a better day for beachgoers on the uh, south and west sides. Okay, good. Now, um, you mentioned um, some showers now and again. Uh, is that going to be the case throughout the week? We're talking about really light stuff. Sprinkles, you know, uh, if that, if that. I don't see anything on radar, but our radar is going to go over the top of most of this stuff. It's it's shallow stuff okay. if it's there. Okay. So mostly sunny. I think that's the word. And high uh, visibility will continue because we've been in a high visibility uh, window for like the last week to 10 days. Yes. I, I don't see uh, any uh, episodes of dust in the near future at this time. Uh, pretty much we're under the influence of a nearby front. Uh, that may come down later and winds may turn to the east-southeast uh, later in the week. This is the dry season, right? Starts starts about now? This is what I would say begins the dry season. But as with all weather here in the tropics, um, uh, it can vary quite a bit uh, in January. March is often the driest month for us. But uh, January certainly begins the period when uh, we have uh, uh, slightly warm, well, slightly cooler, uh, but uh, slightly sunnier weather. Okay. Have you been noticing how um, unseasonably warm it is up in up in the Northeast? Have As you, in the Northeast United States? Yeah, yeah. Have you paid attention to that for some reason? Um, actually, I was seeing uh, near freezing temperatures in the forecast. Oh, really? For New York. For New York? Uh, that is, you know, overnight lows. Uh-huh. So uh, I would say no, but I haven't been paying too much attention. Uh, COVID bit me uh, last month. And so... Uh, I hope you're okay. Yeah, I hope so too. I, you know, these effects last a while. Yeah, yeah, and then there's this. They're concerned about long COVID, so you got to be worried about that. So, uh, yeah, sorry to hear that, but I hope everything's okay. No, but um, around uh, Christmas, Christmas uh, up in the Northeast, they were in the fifties and sixties. So yes, I kind of remember something about that. Yeah, so yeah. I was just wondering if so, if climate change. Uh, a long ways away. Uh, earlier in December, I was over in the West, and they were having. Uh, uh, fairly dry weather and uh, mostly clear. Mm-hmm. You're originally from the West, right? I am. What's it? What's it like out nor- nor- Northern California? No, actually, to, uh, that trip I was in uh, Monterey and uh, I was in Arizona for a while. Now Monterey is, is supposed to be nice this time of year, isn't it? It is, and uh, uh, even the water warms up a little bit in the winter time sometimes. That's the peninsula, right? That's that's Correct. that's up there in uh, Northern California. That's not far from wine country. 
Correct. Uh, in fact, the Salinas Valley, uh, which runs right out of Monterey, uh, also has a, a considerable number of vineyards. Wow. Yeah, I keep I keep hearing about that. And, and how was Arizona? Because, you know, Arizona was burning oh, up during the summer. So It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was gorgeous the whole time we were there. Yeah, the one time I went to Arizona, well, the, the, the first time I went to Arizona, it was freezing. <laughs> that was the first week of December, and I've never forgotten it. We like, because that's, uh, Arizona's a, um, that's in the valley, right? But yet, for some reason, it, it gets cold uh, over there uh, in the wintertime. Well, Arizona has a tremendous range of uh, yeah. topography. They yeah. go from over 12,000 feet Correct. to uh, near sea level. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you can pick your weather pretty much just yeah. by uh, getting in your car. Yeah, well, I drove from Phoenix to L.A., and, and that, that's dry desert out there uh, uh, heading back. I remember heading back. Uh, uh, it was a morning drive heading back from Phoenix to L.A., and it was just it was right. clear, beautiful, but very, very dry Yeah, uh, heading out there uh, on, on Interstate 10. Tucson's a little wetter than Phoenix on average. Okay, okay, good. Well, uh, Mr. S- uh, Mr. Snell, Happy New Year to all of you down there at... Uh, at uh, San, San Juan down there at uh, and the weather service. And to our listeners in uh, uh, the Virgin Islands. Oh, without a doubt, you know that. And, and Culebra and Vieques. One of our one of our listeners, uh, his name is John. He lives off Culebra. He calls in. and uh, So we got to make sure that we include the Spanish virgins as well. Thank you very much, Walter Snell. Oh, you're welcome. Take care. You got it. That's uh, Walter Snell joining us uh, from the weather service uh, down there in San Juan. We're supposed to be... Um, Talking with uh, Becca Houston from uh, the Sinclair Animal Welfare Center. They're going to be holding a free space neuter uh, vaccination, heartworm testing, and microchipping event uh, next week, Tuesday to Friday. So uh, we're supposed to be talking with her uh, beginning at uh, about 8.20. And then we're going to freelance uh, in the second hour of the show. Uh, we're going to get doing Henry. And, um, the cruise and weekend breakfast going on, I don't know. It's supposed to be today. You know what I'm saying? So maybe Dwayne could, could give me an update as to uh to how that going. And um and we coming up on a on a thirty year anniversary of the cruise and weekend breakfast. Uh I believe it was ninety six into ninety seven was the year when it started. When Bagoon hey Becca, when uh Bagoon uh, uh put on Put on his put on his foot and said, "Now we go do something up on this side of the, you know, the yard." And uh, Greg Francis, Greg Francis as well had played a part in that. So, um, I'm sure they got a weekend going on, right? Is that all right? Yeah. So find out this. If you hear anything, let me know. Uh, hook me up and all all that stuff. So we're joined uh, in the studio by Becca Houston from. Uh, the hold on, let me make sure I say this correctly. The St. Croix Animal Welfare Center. Good morning, uh, morning, happy, happy new, new year. year. Uh, good to see you. How's everything? Everything's awesome. Mm, good, got a big event next week, huge event, and we are really excited. We are prepping right now. We are hosting a four day free spay neuter event um, for the pets of St. Croix and feral animals as well. We, um, we partnered with an amazing um, nonprofit called Visiting Veterinarians International. 
They're kind of like a Doctors Without Borders for veterinarians. Mm -hmm. They travel around the world and they offer free spay-neuter services. Um, we are in a five-year agreement with them, and this is our second year. So we're, this is round two for us. Mm -hmm. uh, they get in this, um, they get in next week, and um, we are offering uh, from January 9th to January 12th. Free spay and neuter, free vaccinations, free microchipping, and free heartworm testing for the pets of St. Croix. And we are also offering it for uh, feral uh, cats and dogs. So if you have a feral cat colony near your house or you have some feral dogs in your neighborhood and you trap them, you can bring them to our event and we will spay and neuter them because... Only with the help of our community can we get control over our massive pet population problem here on St. Croix. So it is, it is a documented problem? It is. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, well you know what? Enlighten us. Uh, explain explain uh, how you arrive at the position that we do have a problem. Because we do. It's I not mean, we do. That. I mean, you... Yeah, I mean, yeah. You don't even really need to to have much research to know. Like you can look around and see feral cat colonies. Um, there are several species, like indigenous species, on Saint Croix that have become extinct because of cat the feral cats hunting and, and eating them. There's a, a lizard and a bird that we no longer have. I mean, if you go to the beaches, you see packs of feral dogs, um, and the only way to prevent it or to get a control on, on this overpopulation problem is by spay and neuter. So so are cats and dogs the enemy right now? No, oh, absolutely not. Cats, cats and dogs are our friends. Yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, yeah. you don't want to see, um, you don't want animals in the road being struck by cars. Correct. You don't want starving animals on the street. You don't want aggressive animals um, potentially hurting um, our community. Um, you know, it's just an on, it's been an ongoing problem. We've been doing our best to try to get a control over it. But I mean, you also, you, I mean, even if you just go to the dump, people are dumping unwanted puppies, you know? Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, we get boxes of puppies that come in. We, um, we uh, concerned citizens see puppies on like boxes of puppies on the sides of the road that they bring in to us because a lot of people, not a lot, but there are people who have um, animals at their home, like dogs at their home that aren't spayed or neutered. And their their female will get pregnant, have puppies. They're not puppies they necessarily want, and they kind of a lot of times they get let loose or they get dumped. Um, and it it wouldn't be a problem if there was no problem to have. If if their dog had been spayed initially, they wouldn't be dumping puppies. No, I know you're Saint Croix um, Animal Welfare Center. Is this a, is this a territorial problem? It is actually, and um, we have started a. Um, a U.S. Virgin Islands um, Animal Cruelty Task Force, and we are partnered with um, the Humane Society of St. Thomas mm -hmm. and the Animal Animal Welfare League of St. John. Um, but it is—it's a problem on all of our islands. But obviously, we're we're mostly we're concentrated here on St. Croix. Yeah. No, because I know that um, at, um there was an event in St. Thomas. There was a pumpkin patch event. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my uh, friends, um, her daughter, um, Dr. Hunt Caesar, um, at the hospital, her daughter um, was selling lemonade for charity at the event. And I believe the Humane Society was who 
uh, she was uh, raising that money for. So that's the reason why I asked. Oh, that's uh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me make sure I get a fax straight and all that. How's the welfare center doing to begin with? Uh, in addition to this event for next week. Well, um, we're. I mean, it. What what can I say? We are we are doing well as a as a nonprofit. Our team is strong. Um, we are right now waiting on our next veterinarian to come to Ireland. Um, he should be here next week. But we, you know, it, it's been a it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year for nonprofits across the community. Um, the Saint Croix Animal Welfare is not unlike that. Um, you know, we we desperately need funds to keep running. We last time I checked, we had around a hundred animals under our care. Mm-hmm. It costs us approximately for food, shelter, and medical care, it costs us about $1,000 a month per animal. So if we have 100 animals under our care, that's $100,000 in a month just to care for these animals. Mm our foster team is strong, though, so that's good. We, um, If you ever want to foster an animal, which means you're not adopting it, but you're taking it home to care for it for a while until we can find a home for it, mm-hmm. we provide all of the medical care. We provide food. We provide collars, harnesses, food bowls, whatever the pet needs. Or if it's a cat, litter box. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we provide everything you need if you're going to foster. So, so it's a comprehensive service you you, you provide. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, we we have a lot of different programs that we do. Like we, you know, we have, um, we offer every Tuesday and Thursday, we offer free uh, spay and neuter for feral cats. It's our um, TVNR program. That's trap, vaccinate, TV, yeah. <laughs> trap, vaccinate, neuter, or spay and release. So if you um, catch feral cats and bring them to us on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'll spay and neuter them for free. Uh, we also offer cat traps and dog traps at um, at the shelter if you need to rent one. Um, but for our upcoming spay neuter event, I wonder because I haven't told you where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have our spay neuter event at our future home in Castle Coakley. Do you know where the um, plantation hope that um, the plantation in Castle Coakley with the two sugar mills? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're hoping that in the next year and a half, that's where our new facility is going to be located. Okay. Um, but in, in the big great house on that property, that's where we're going to hold our event. Okay, good. We got uh, Becca Houston joining us this morning. We'll take a break uh, from the St. Croix Animal Welfare Center, and we'll be back right after this. has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Navaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. 
as if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Get me to be a part of that uh, weekend edition, weekend since we're talking sports and all that stuff. So I go, I go find out what the deal is with that. Not just having some fun. We got Becca Houston uh, joining us from the Synchro Animal uh, Welfare Center. They got a big event, a uh, four day event beginning next Tuesday, um, January 9th, and that'll run uh, to Friday, uh, January 12th. Good morning once again. Glad Good morning. Happy New Year. Glad to have you here. Happy New Year. Um, tell me about this entity that you've entered uh, the this agreement into this five-year agreement? Yes, so we we partnered with Visiting Veterinarians International. They are a nonprofit group. They travel the world and offer free spay-neuter services to communities in need. Um, This is going to be their second year joining us. We have 16 people flying in. We have veterinarians and vet techs, and they're going to be setting up at our future home uh, in Castle Coakley, which is, the address is uh, 155 Estate Castle Coakley. It's um, Plantation Hope. We're going to have our spay-neuter event in the Great House. All pets are welcome. Ferals are welcome. And we're offering free spay-neuter, free vaccinations, free heartworm testing, and free microchipping for pets. Um, This, the event is January 9th to January 12th. It starts at 8 a.m. And you can reserve your space ahead of time if you want to you just go um we have uh the link on our facebook page and also in our on our facebook event listing um so you could reserve a spot ahead of time but walk-ins are certainly welcome um last year we spayed and neutered 236 animals wow that's a nice number yeah it's a big number but this year we're really hoping to beat that record like we're hoping to do 100 animals a day so we're hoping to do 400 animals mm-hmm. this year yeah i'm looking at your facebook page from last year mm-hmm. um dr jennifer betts that's her name um well they're always different vets so, right here, yeah. yeah yeah but i see the facebook page and uh um well the visiting vet, vet veterinarian vet, veterinarians mm-hmm. international by uh, St. Thomas, uh, by St. Croix, yeah. Animal Welfare Center, and there's a 57-second clip here. 
Oh, um, yeah. And she was a medical uh, veter- uh, veterinary. I want to make sure I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> right? Veterinary doctor. Yes. And uh, they actually have a website. They uh, do. Visiting Vets uh, International um, that you can you can go to. And uh, it's a volunteer program. You can donate. I'm looking at it uh, right now. And they actually have uh, um, what they're going to be doing here on St. Croix. Yeah, yeah. they they've been yeah. really excited. They've been posting a lot about it on Facebook and, mm-hmm. and tagging us. They are they have gathered their team. Everyone has their tickets. They are ready and they're ready to get here and we are really excited to have them. Um, we are also really grateful that this uh, event is being sponsored in part by the Buccaneer. They have given all of the veterinarians and the vet techs on this team a place to stay while they're here on St. Croix. No, that's good. That's good. No, they were here in December of 2022. Yes, they were. Okay. Okay. Um, they, wow. Cambodia, Fiji, mm-hmm. Belize. Uh, they, they're really global. They're really global. Like I said, it's kind of like Doctors Without Borders, but mm-hmm. for veterinarians. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such an amazing team, and they are so talented, and they have such a big heart. They really, really care for animals. No, this is this is awesome. This is yeah. awesome. How'd you link with them? Um, actually, our former vets um, from the veterinarians that we had on staff with us last year, they set it up. So Dr. Rick Berlinski and Dr. Adrian Holly, they set that up with the uh, visiting veterinarians for us. So let me see. They were in. The, they had uh, a campaign in Fiji for a week, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, they're navigating COVID and all that stuff, right? So, yeah. They did 415 pets in Fiji, um, 233 pets in Christiansted and Frederickstead mm-hmm. in December. So Fiji in August 22, um, St. Croix, December 2022, and then Cambodia in February of 2023. Wow. Yeah. This is impressive. They, they're an impressive team. You should see the way they work. Like, they are amazing. Um, last year, we did four days in Frederickstead and four days in Christianstead. Okay. But this year, we're basing it all at our future home in Castle Coakley because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's pretty central to the island. We also, and we're going to do again what we did last year, we understand that there are a lot of people who do want to spay and neuter and vaccinate and get heartworm tests and microchips for their pets, but they don't have the ability to come to the event. Like they don't have maybe uh, a car to Mm -hmm. get there. So we do have some dedicated members of our team that if you prearrange with us, we can help you get your animal to this event. Okay. Okay. Y'all doing everything. We're trying. We're trying to do everything. And we're partnering with the local rescues to have them bring us their animals as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, We've asked Rough Start to bring all of their dogs. We've asked the Real Cruising Cats to bring their cats. We've asked um, Bully Babies um, out in North Shore to bring their animals. So this is open to everyone. Um, you know, we're not turning anyone away. If you want, if you want services for your animals, um, you you can bring them over. Now, here is the stipulation, though: mm-hmm. you cannot just bring us your pet for microchip vaccination heartworm test all of the animals must be spayed and neutered that day and okay. if, if your animal's yeah. already altered like these services are being offered to animals who need alteration mm-hmm. um so if your animal's already altered um just keep them home because uh we're really concentrating on spay neuter okay okay now let's go back to excuse me let's go back to providing some guidance for those who may be listening don't have a pet um, but interested in 
um, you know, having a pet cat or a pet dog, mm-hmm. right? Um, while you're considering bringing a pet uh, into your into your life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what should be the things that you prepared for? You prepare for, like for a puppy or for or for a cat, just in general. Well, first you need to be prepared to have um, a commitment and responsibility mm-hmm. because a cat or a dog, uh, they can live 10 years, 20 years sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you have to be prepared. Like this is another family member. Mm-hmm. Um, you also, if, you're, if you've got a dog, you're going to need a collar, a leash. You're going to need a food bowl, a water bowl. You need food. You're going to need to get some poopy bags for when you walk, walk your dog to pick up all the, all the poop. Um, for a cat, you're going to need a food bowl, a water bowl, a litter box. You need litter. Um, but you just need a big, big heart. Now, I will say a lot of people um, adopt animals and then realize, oh, not a lot of people, but some people adopt animals realize this isn't the right fit for our home. This mm-hmm. isn't the right fit for our family. And mm-hmm. then we see that animal come back to us. So um, a, um, a program that we offer is fostering. You can foster to adopt or just foster for a little while because it's a great way to get to know that animal, see if they have a good fit with your family and with your home. And if they're not the right fit, if they're a foster, you know, no big deal. You you bring them back because there, there isn't a commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also nice, like, if you just... If you're not in a situation where you can have a pet, say you travel a lot, but you miss having companionship, we do offer short-term fosters where you can foster for a week or, or a weekend We because we do um, our Paws from Paradise program where we fly two cargo loads of, um, of dogs off island every month. Oh, yeah? We do. How, how, does, um, that, how does that work? So, well, what we do is our our flight coordinator, Wayne Myers, he um, works with our partner shelters in the States. We have no-kill partner shelters in the States. Um, We tell them our dogs who are available. They choose from a list of dogs. It's usually 15 to 20 dogs. And um, once they're selected for a flight, we get them vetted. We get their health certificates taken care of. And then um, this is this, this, this is comprehensive beyond this is beyond comprehensive. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, we we load them up. Uh, they go a marijat, and they fly from here to Florida, mm-hmm. where usually our the partner that picks up our car, our cargo flights is almost always Pet Alliance. They're located in Orlando. They'll drive down in their their special van that's like full of kennels. Yeah. They pick up our 15 to 20 dogs, mm-hmm. bring them back to their shelter, and usually our cruisian animals are adopted in under a week. Wow. All of them. And these are some of these pets are, are animals that we've had with us like 100 days, 150 days, mm-hmm. and they get adopted within a couple of days once they leave us. So, um, <laughs> so we offer flight fosters. So um, any animal who has a golden ticket to fly to Orlando... We need a foster home for them for anywhere from four days to 10 days. And it's just a short-term foster situation where you get to snuggle a puppy for about a week and mm-hmm. then you give them to us and we fly them away. Wow. Wow. That's, that's... So, so this is never ending, what you guys are dealing with down there at the... It's never ending. Yeah. It, it's never ending. I would say we get, we get at least one animal dropped off to us every day, but there have been days. I was there one day where we got 36 animals before 3 p.m. What? Yeah, I'm not kidding. And there was a day where we got 24 puppies in one day. 
It, it's um, like when I say we have a pet overpopulation problem, I'm mm. not exaggerating. No, no, no. Like no. when well, I said that, like yeah. we roughly have a hundred animals in our care today. But if you asked me two weeks ago, I would have told you that we had 157 animals in our care. And this, I mean, so when I ask for foster families, mm-hmm. I really mean it because we have 13 dog runs at the shelter. That means there are 13 spaces available for adult dogs. Mm-hmm. And then we have puppy kennels. Um, there's only so much room for us to house homeless pets. Um, so our foster program is incredibly important because... Um, Nobody wants to have to euthanize an animal because there's no room for them. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that to me, you know, as someone who, you know, horse racing is my thing, and you know, unfortunately, there, there are breakdowns in in horse racing, and they, um, animals get euthanized there. You put up the curtain and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm familiar with that euthanize, euthanizing uh, process, but yeah, we wouldn't want that just because there's no place for them to. Yeah. To be. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. What government agency do you work in, in, in concert with? W- which agency has oversight over um, what you do? Well, we're a nonprofit, but I guess we work most directly with Department of Ag. Agriculture, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, we do get a grant from Department of Ag every year, mm-hmm. and that helps. Um, the, the grant we get from the Department of Ag... Uh, provides uh, free spay and neuter vouchers. Mm-hmm. So you can call us if you can't afford our spay neuter services. You can call us and ask for a free spay neuter voucher. Dr. Bradford still on it at, at agriculture? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the the grant also covers the care of, I think it. Maybe two hundred animals a quarter, but okay. that's not very much. Yeah. Like, like, um, like I told you, if it costs us roughly a hundred thousand dollars to one hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars a month to care for animals, and our grant from Department of Ag is one hundred fifty thousand dollars, it mm-hmm. just doesn't, um, it doesn't stretch. Yeah. Um, which is why we do a lot of fundraising. Um, we really are in need. Um, but I would like to take a moment to thank our community because we did a massive fundraising effort for Giving Tuesday. We are raising money for our Pause from Paradise program because it costs us roughly $5,000 a flight to mm-hmm. send an animal, send the animals off island. And um, with your help, with your help, St. Croix, we were able to raise close to $40,000. Mm-hmm. And that's eight flights right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys can hear the, the music. I know. Hear the music outside. Is there a uh, tramp happening? <laughs> the tramp just finished downtown, but oh but, yeah, there but, it is. But they're working their way by here, <laughs> uh, which is cool. You know, it's the season. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, this is this is this is awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> here in here in the. Uh, music have, they stopped. They stopped there. Uh, they're stu- well, they're stuck in traffic right there. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we get to listen to them. Yeah, the yeah, show. yeah. Which is which is which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, what's the goals for 2024, man? Oh, I have so many goals for 2024. Yeah. Um, one of our one of our biggest goals as a nonprofit is to make progress to get into our future home our to yeah. castle coakley because once we're on our once we're in our new location we will have um a larger larger space and more room for animals we'll have a larger adoption center um we'll have a larger medical facility um so that that's one of our major goals is to make we're hoping 
to, if not be in our new facility by 2024, then early 2025. Okay. So that's one of our major goals. We've got another huge goal is to have three veterinarians on staff for 2024. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, the more... The more veterinarians we have, the more the more we can help St. Croix. Um, our low-cost community clinic, uh, we try to make it as easy as possible for our community to, t- to care for their animals. Um, and if anyone is ever in kind of dire straits and they need to surrender their pet for whatever reason, we try to work with them to see how we can keep their pet in their home. Like, do you need help with dog food or cat food? Do you need help with medical, um, you know, like any kind of medical services, and we try we try to really work with our community. Uh, another goal we have for 2024 is we are going to hopefully have a community food bank. So if you do have a pet and you need help with food, we will be offering free food to the community. No, um, the, the the new location that's the one you access when you pass El Sol. Yeah, and and you're heading north towards towards the Sign Farm intersection. And then you hang a left. Yeah, like right. I go, like you know the um, where you, if you're going down and you know where like floor specialists yeah, are. Yeah. And then I I turn there and then you go into that neighborhood. Yeah. And you um yeah. you make a left and we're yeah. gonna have signage up for this yeah. event so yeah. that way you can find us. But um, but yeah, it's um where the, there are two sugar mills is at the top mm-hmm. of the hill. Top of the hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you're coming from, uh, well I was accessing it or visualizing it from the Peter Peter's Rest side. Yeah. Right? And that's the eastern side. But you're actually in Castle Coakley and you are looking to enter. You're talking about entering from the Castle Coakley area to, yeah. come, up, to come up the hill. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To go up the hill up there. Now we're talking with Becca uh, Houston from the St. Croix uh, Animal Welfare Center. Um, big event uh, next week. Um, hold on, let me make sure I read this. Uh, as perfectly articulated um they'll be holding a free space neuter vaccination heartworm testing and microchipping event from january 9th until january 12th um and this is going to be at the future home right the yeah future it's gonna location. be our future location in castle coakley in, castle coakley, in the great house in the great house and uh um like i said uh, next week tuesday uh until next week uh, Friday and the goal is for a hundred animals per day. Last year the number was at a, in a two thirty area. Now they want to get to four hundred uh, in twenty twenty four. It was actually the, the latter part of twenty twenty two when they mm-hmm. had it uh, last year. We'll take a break, come back and uh, wrap up this conversation with uh, Becca Houston from the St. Croix Animal Welfare Center. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big that cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening, I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Now we're back here and analyze this, uh, the first uh, edition of uh, 2024. And uh, we've got uh, Ms. Becca Houston uh, joining us um, here because uh, the Synchro Animal Welfare Center, they got the uh, VVI, right? That's that's the acronym? Yeah, Visiting Veterinarians International. And they're going to be making a second appearance here uh, in the territory. They were here in December of 2022, and they're going to be here uh, next week. They were actually here for uh, two weeks, right? The, the better part of two weeks last time. No, they were they were also here about a week. Um, well, they yeah yeah because they what they do is they come in, they get all prepped and ready, then mm-hmm. they do four days of services, yeah. and then they have a couple of days at the end to kind of enjoy Saint Croix. Okay, yeah. Well, that's the same thing. Uh, the, the president, uh, the White House press corps, um, they're here as well. They travel with the president. Mm-hmm. So we had a uh, Rob the Rocker um, set up an event for us. Um, on Thursday night, Upper Government House of Reception. And uh, um, I met uh, Miss Lisa Friedman. She works with the New York Times. So when the president leaves today, she's going to hang out for a little bit for a couple of days. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm trying to, I think I'm going to get her on, if not tomorrow, on Thursday. Uh, so she could talk about uh, what it's like and all that stuff, writing articles uh, around uh, what the president does and all that stuff. Well, um, that would be great. Yeah, I was thinking um, um, one of the benefits of, um, having a welfare center in the territories, you don't have to deal with weather. Like <laughs> like, like some folks might, well, of course, hurric- well, hurric- hurricanes <laughs> hurricane hit here and, and, and rain comes, but for the, you know, like you don't have a winter season, so to speak. Uh, that that yeah. that other uh, uh, entities like yours who might be up in the mainland, up in the northern tier states, mm-hmm. uh, they would have to deal with, that's a, that's a benefit, isn't it? Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It, well, yes and no. So, um, 
Yes, it's a benefit because we don't have um, homeless dogs and cats um, out in the cold. Mm-hmm. But also, we don't have a specific like kitten and puppy season like they have in the states. Like our animals, it's good weather, so the animals here procreate constantly. Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, like just when I heard you say good and bad, I was waiting to hear what the bad is. What, <laughs> yeah, well, the bad is um, because of. Uh, <laughs> The lack of season, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Everything's so, the same. Everything's the same. Yeah, I mean, there is like the a year. there is like a, a time of year where there's like a, a little bit of an influx mm-hmm. of kittens and puppies, but um, I, I I feel like puppy and kitten season is almost all year round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit about your communicating with the Humane Society um, because it is a territorial issue you're dealing with here, and um, it's good to feed off of each other and, and let them know what you're dealing with here and what they might be dealing with over there? Well, the president of our board of directors um, is part of an um, like an animal task force mm-hmm. that includes the Humane Society, includes um, Senator Carrion. Um, I think, I want to say, um, like the St. and the St. John um, hum- Animal Welfare Center. I, Ruff, uh, Katie Nelson from Rough Start is part of it. Um, I'm not personally on the task force meetings, so I don't feel comfortable like just like telling more about it because I don't have all the details. But I know that we're working towards uh, more regulations for spay neuter and um, more um, kind of more oversight when it comes to dealing with animal abuse and neglect. <coughs> Writing something here, I got a text message. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so what can we do? In addition to um, the support you get from the Department of Agriculture, um, you know, as a former senator, I'm aware of the uh, mis- miscellaneous section of the budget with, um, where um, certain entities are eligible for some type, nonprofits are eligible for some type of support. Mm-hmm. Um, if, we, if we had senators who are listening now, and, um, and you not only could only speak for the Synchro Animal Welfare Center, but for entities like yours, uh, territory, um, why, what's the biggest need? Is there anything um, that they could provide in addition to appropriations from a legislative standpoint to help support what you provide here for the people of the Virgin House? I mean, well, from a legislative standpoint, um, if we had stricter laws regarding um, licensing and spay-neuter, if we had stricter laws when it came to animal neglect um, and abuse, I mean, that that, that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Um now, like I said, I can't really speak to everything they discuss on the task force because I'm not in those meetings, but I know that just um, our president of the board of directors is working tirelessly to try to, um, to help the animals of the territory along with um, you know our shelters on our sister islands. Um, I know that one of the things that they're talking about doing is requiring licenses for all dogs Mm -hmm. and if your if your dog is spayed or neutered i think the license is five or ten dollars and if they are not spayed or neutered the license would be 500 so it's really encouraging people to spay and neuter their pets um and like i said that's not a law that's been put into place yet and and i i can't really speak to everything they're discussing because i'm not in those meetings <clears throat> the, the the territory, um, you know, we we're going through a recovery, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the 
community community development block block grant, right? CDBG, mm-hmm. right? They they have always played a role in in helping entities like yours. Are you familiar with 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 CDBG and and what they what they could provide? I'm uh, familiar with them yeah. in that I know our director of development has been in communication with them, but um, that um, those communications haven't touched my my office. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that we've been trying to. I think we're trying to get a grant, but I I don't I don't I can't speak to that because I don't have the details on that. Yeah, no, but you know, I didn't really want to get you, <laughs> you know, into technical details, but having an understanding for entities that could provide. And uh, get some uh, government support for nonprofits like what uh, you guys are five hundred one c three, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, so five hundred one c threes are important because the government can't provide for everything. It's true. You know? So that's the reason why I bring that up, and uh, you know, I got pet peeve for that, but we're not gonna go there. It's a new year, so we're gonna leave that one for today. I'll bring it up sometime <laughs> later on uh, down the road. So um, next week, you ready? We're ready. We're getting ready. Um, our team is prepping, and we are making sure everything is set over at the Castle Coakley location. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone is has their jobs that they're supposed to do, and um, we're just going to make sure that we have this, like, a nonstop stream of animals being taken care of for, for four days. Like I said, our goal is to do 400 animals That's next week. That's a lot of animals. Well, let me tell you, if you have one unaltered male and one unaltered female cat Mm -hmm. and they have kittens and their kittens have kittens Mm -hmm. after seven years you get 420,000 cats from just those two unaltered animals (laughs) so if we can spay neuter 400 animals that really helps us control the progeny you're telling me over a seven year period Uh uh-huh those two animals via reproductivity compounded gets you to what number? It can get it can get you to four hundred and twenty thousand kittens. So if their kittens have kittens, it's seven years of litters of wow. kittens. Yes. That's how fast it can go. Wow. So when we talk about taking care of the the feral cat colonies mm-hmm, here on mm-hmm. St. Croix, I mean mm-hmm. we mean it. <laughs> wow. Seven years mm. 365, let me see, 7 times, 2,800, take away another 35, uh, 7 times, that's uh, 250. So, you, so you're saying over a 2,500-day period, reproductivity could get you to 400,000? It can, it can. Wow. Those are the statistics I was reading online last week. Wow. Yeah. Well. So yeah. let's let's not let so, that so, happen. So, so we have an obligation to actually support what you're doing. You do, you do. <laughs> wow, that that that's interesting. That's interesting. We got Becca Houston join, joining us. Uh, the Sinclair Animal Welfare Center, along with uh, the Visiting Veterinarians International. That's how you say it. Yes, oh, Visiting yeah. Veterinarians International. Yeah, VVI. Uh, they have an event uh, coming up next week um, at the. Um, Future location over there in the uh, Castle Coakley area with the, the mill them there on top of the hill. And uh, uh, it'll be uh, from Tuesday the 9th until uh, Friday the 12th. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the hours? It starts at 8 a.m. And we're trying to go till 3 p.m. Okay, 8, to, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And uh, they're in, uh, in the business of doing all the, the medical stuff. And, yes. and the microchipping, which is 
which is uh, relatively new. It is. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's been around for at least a decade. About that. About that. I'd, I'd say about that, yeah. So um, what a microchip does, because a lot of people are confused by that, mm-hmm. um, it's just a little chip that we get insert under the skin, kind mm-hmm. of like an injection. Mm-hmm. It does not track your pet. If your pet is lost, we, you can't just summon your pet by the microchip. Yeah. But what happens is if your dog or your cat ends up lost and comes to the shelter or is taken to the vet, we can scan the animal for a microchip. Okay. And then the information on that microchip will, will as long as you have it updated, will mm-hmm. give us your contact information. So if you've lost your dog and we found and we scan your pet for a microchip, we find your information mm-hmm. and we call you and we're like, hey, we've got your dog. Come get it. Okay. Okay. That's well, that's the purpose of it, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. A lot of people forget to update their information when they change their number or, ch- or move away. Mm-hmm. And so that can cause um, a little difficulty because sometimes we do get microchip pets and we're unable to locate the owner because okay. they've, um, cha- they've, they've cha- changed their information. Cha- okay, good. Well, uh, maybe we could um, we could get you to, to call in remote uh, maybe like Thursday uh, in the, the third day of the event yeah. to let us know how it's going so far. Absolutely. Uh, on Monday the 9th and the, on, and the 10th. So maybe we could set up a call sometime on maybe the 11th. Okay. Thursday the 11th and you could call into the station and let us know uh, how it's going and give us an update. Are we meeting our goals in terms of numbers, what have you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, we're very excited about this event. And mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be reporting our numbers every day on social media. Mm-hmm. So if you want to follow along, mm-hmm. please do. Telephone number? Uh, our phone number is 778 778- one six five zero, and um, if you want to call the clinic, it's seven seven eight one six five one. Okay. Uh, website information. Uh, Saint Croix AWC dot org. That's Saint our website. Saint Croix AWC. Yes, Saint Croix Animal Welfare Center. Dot org. Okay. Becca, thank you for making some time uh, to inform the public about this uh, joint venture with VVI. Well, thank you so much, and thank you so much for having us again yeah, on man. your show. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Without a doubt, and uh, hopefully it's a, a success. You can meet the goal. You can, first of all, you want to exceed the number from last year, mm-hmm. and then secondly, you want to meet the goal for 100 per day, right? That, uh, that's, that's our hope. We're really hoping so. Get, get to find it. That's Becca Houston from the Sacred Animal Welfare Center. They got an event uh, coming up next week, Tuesday through Friday, right? They're going to be mm-hmm. offering a free uh, spade or space. Spay, S P A Y. Okay. Oh, oh, you had a. Uh, you, you you probably had correct uh, auto correct on the on the phone. Oh no! <laughs> it happens free, to me all yeah, the time. Yeah, free spay and neuter. I know spay. I was, I was, I was wondering <laughs> if there was some some ch- uh, change here. Vaccination, heartworm, uh, testing, and the microchipping that we just spoke about uh, for a four day window, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be at uh, the uh, the mill. Right, that's what we like call them at Synchro. Everything is the mill, right? Yeah. The Castle Coakley Mill, the right? Castle. But and it's not in the mill, not, in the not great in the house. Mill. In the great house, in the great house there as well. We can see people walking up, uh, coming up. They probably went to the cruise and weekend breakfast on the trap. I know. And, and they're working their way back. By the way, how was your, uh, how was your festival? How was your Christmas? My Christmas was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you were here? I was here, yeah. here with the family. It was, you know, quite just a family so green, Christmas. Green, green Christmas, not a white Christmas for you this year, right? Well, I mean, I've been here 15 years oh, now. So oh, you're one, had, of, oh no, you're one of us now, so you like it. I know, in. I've had 15 you, you years of green Christmases. Green Christmases, yeah. yeah. And, and New Year's Day, quiet? 
New, well, you know what? Growing up, my family always did a traditional New Year's Day party, okay. like a like a potluck, yeah. and because it was like you know the low, the pressure's off. You don't need to count down to midnight. You can yeah. just come and eat. Yeah. I had a wonderful New Year's Day party at my house yesterday, That's and. Nice. I got engaged. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Wow, wow. So you came in with a bang. Yeah, I started 2024 uh, no, like in an exciting like, way. No, I like that. Congratulations on that uh, uh, as well. Uh, so you got uh, professional and personal ambitions for uh, 2024. Absolutely. So, so, that's, so, that's, so that's, that's Becca Houston uh, joining us uh, from uh, the... Uh, St. Croix Animal uh, Welfare Center. Let me, you know, let me do the programming notes right now um, to get that out of the way because Dwayne Henry going to be joining me uh, in a little bit. We're going to start off the year with some bush tea. And tomorrow we're going to do the, the table talk. Uh, tonight, uh, the PBS News Hour uh, at 7 p.m., then Beyond the, ba- the Baton uh, at 8 p.m., explore Thomas Wilkins' experience as a black conductor and his impact on the musical world. And then Finding Your Roots from 9 to 10. Uh, explore the roots of singers Alanis Morissette and Chiara. Uh, and then uh, American Masters, right? Discover the secrets behind Edward Hopper's uh, most iconic and enigmatic works. That's from 10 to 11. And then A Citizen's Guide to Preserving Democracy, right? Explore how Americans are working towards strengthening democracy. And of course, at midnight, uh, I'm an important company, uh, uh, which normally is at 11, but time turned back. So it's a midnight thing now. Here in the territory. So PBS News Hour at 7, Beyond the Baton at 8, Finding Your Roots at 9, American Masters at 10, A Citizen's Guide to Preserving Democracy at 11, and of course, I'm an important company uh, at midnight. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. Thank Becca Houston for joining us this morning. Let us know this event next week with uh, Visiting Veterinarian, Veter- Veterinarians International, <laughs> VGA. They're going to be here next week. Thank you. Second, second Thank you, Becca, for making some Happy time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year as well. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. 